The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. We bring on uh, our my good friend, Lynn Taylor, the Common Core Diva, and uh, she shares with us how... The feds and the states are getting into your kids' heads through an unconstitutional and unlawful indoctrination through the quote-unquote education system. And uh, so we've got some stuff coming up, and I'm going to give you a warning after I get rid of all this other stuff. Because, guys, if you're listening by Red State Talk Radio, you may want to get your computer or your phone, whatever, ready um, to catch up with us. Because we're going to go over the allotted time on the radio. We cut off at 7 o'clock. So we have to cut off on Red State there. But you can check us out on any of the number of outlets that we're producing the video portion of the show on. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Go to sonslibertymedia.com. Scroll down right on the right there, and we're, we're on there. Um, we've had a run-in with YouTube. Uh, the Nazi CEO there, the lady who said, oh, you know, if you disagree with anything of the World Health Organization, then we're not going to post your content. doesn't matter if it's true or not. doesn't matter if it's documented. doesn't matter if there's scientific evidence for what you present. We're not going to do that. So we got a strike this past Saturday. Um, Kate Shamarani came on, and what she did was she just told about what happened to her in London. If you missed that show, you can catch it at sonslibertymedia.com. And... Um, they can't take us off of every platform because we're streaming to a number of them. And if they do, I've got it on my computer. We can always put it somewhere else. But we were taken off there because she was simply telling what the the board over there is trying to do in pulling her her uh, license uh, or her registration as a nurse. And she pretty much owned them so much that what was supposed to be an hour and a half thing was like nine hours all day. And the people didn't know what to do with themselves. They were acting irrationally. And he, she said even the judge was very... Um, uh, positive towards her case. So if you want to check that out, sonsoflibertymedia.com, put in Kate Shimarani, you'll, you'll find it was the last article that we did there and the video portions there of what she said. YouTube pulled that. It took them all day to pull it, unlike the week before. It took them about three hours to pull it. And in both cases, there were almost a 1,000 views. So just letting you know that, we're on setting brush fires for this week until that ban is lifted. So if you go to YouTube, if you're looking for us on YouTube, YouTube isn't letting a stream upload or anything. 
you can go to Setting Brush Fires, okay, on YouTube. That's where we are live. That's where Bradley will be this afternoon. And then there's a number of other video platforms you can catch us on Twitter. My Twitter account is FPP Tim. It's tied to my Periscope account, which is Setting Brush Fires. Our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. On all of these, please follow us. We appreciate your support in that. Or on YouTube, subscribe and then hit that little bell. Uh, so that you know when we go live. Uh, Bradley puts his out several hours before mine because of the difference in setup. It will go out. uh, You'll get a notification that when we go live, which is usually about five minutes before the show. So that's available there on YouTube. Before it's news.com, we're always there, 6 a.m. every weekday, 8 a.m. on Saturdays, and then 3 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Saturday. Bradley's on in the afternoon. You can always go to Before It's News. If you say, I can't find the thing, go to Before It's News. You can find it right there. And also, we're on DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. We're also on Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.Life under Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media if you're branching out into some other social media networks. Finally, if you would like to call in and make a comment or you have a question, you can call in to 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Yes, in fact, Joy, we are, we're having a question in the chat room. Good morning to everybody in the chat room, too. I know it's a little different. It's a little odd. Please share everything, the video and stuff, with with your friends because that expands that audience. Uh, And, again, we'll be back on the Sons of Liberty YouTube soon enough. Yes, we will be having uh, Kate on. Um, I'm not going to let them bully me for whatever they do. If they want to, it's their platform. They're going to kick me off. We're going to keep pushing forward. I've got attorneys down in Columbia looking at filing a lawsuit if um, they can't get me a letter out. They're they're probably sending me a letter out uh, for today. I've got to get in touch with them today about sending a letter out to YouTube that that they are uh, violating the law by going over uh, the platform protections that they have as a platform, and now they're going into the issue of censorship, which they've been doing for a while. Facebook's done it. Twitter's done it. We're already looking at Facebook through the Sons of Liberty. But this is a personal matter to me because uh, on YouTube with Bradley, what they've done is they have given him a strike. I'm simultaneously putting it out at Setting Brush Fires. They took it down the same way on Setting Brush Fires, but they didn't give me a strike. So they're treating people different on their platform with the exact same content. So this is what we're going to deal with um, through the legal avenues, if you will. Now, with that out of the way, we've got a long show. So I want to encourage people, if you want to hear all that's going on, because we got some videos to play here. And let me give a warning. We gave it the other week because we're dealing with the fact that these criminals in Washington, D.C. are targeting your kids. Okay, They're targeting your kids. If you're putting them in the public school, that's one thing. We've already told you that they're coming after them in the homeschool movement, in the private schools, in the charter schools, in your school choice, all of this stuff. And one of the guys we're going to talk about this week is none other than my senator, I'm very ashamed to say, Lindsey Graham, who Donald Trump supports, and who the people of South Carolina, it's amazing to me that you picked this guy over Michael Lapierre. It's just amazing to me that you people who profess to be Christians and you voted for this guy who had homosexual sodomite escorts say that he had called them up, paid them for sex. And, uh, and, and you listened to Donald Trump when he stumped for him. What is wrong with you? Okay. Now, with that said, I want to bring on my uh, co-host for Wednesdays, Lynn Taylor, the Common Core Diva. Diva uh, good morning, Lynn. 
Hello there, and it sounds like we have really got quite the show, but it's interesting that you bring up the fact that YouTube is censoring you because one of the things about this particular bill that Lindsey Graham has sponsored, uh, Senate Bill 3398, uh, deals with uh, censorship or non-censorship, if you will, through communication. So this is really something. Well, I'm, I'm eager to get into it because this guy needs to be exposed the fact that the president so and I know the reason Donald Trump supports him everybody thinks Donald Trump is not a politician if you continue to think that okay and that's a puppet that's what a politician is it's not a statesman if you continue to think that you don't have your eyes open you think you're awake and you claim you're awake but you're not you're still buying into the garbage that's being fed by the mainstream media and the political parties that's it we hold to the law, we hold to the Bible, we hold to the Constitution, and that's our standard. And so when these guys deviate, I don't care who they are, when they deviate from that, this is where we're to call them out. And you say, well, you just hate Trump haters. Well, if the guy would adhere to the Constitution, by the way, we're going to be talking with Edwin Vieira over the issue of putting down insurrections. We're going to uh, probably pre-record that tonight. That'll be tomorrow's show. At least that, that's what I'm hoping. Again, I had to be corrected on something. Okay, don't ever, don't let anybody ever say that Tim Brown can't be, be corrected or that he's wrong about things or whatever. I had to even be corrected by some things by Dr. Vieira, and I was appreciative for that. But we're going to see if we can have him on to deal with those things. L- Lindsey Graham got his support from Donald Trump in this. And so because people right. just bow down to the idol, Lynn, they're going to just follow along and be pulled by the nose, the little ring in their nose, um, as it says in Ezekiel, he talks about putting hooks in their jaws and pulling them along. If that's the way you want to be pulled to judgment, folks, that's up to you. But if you don't want to do that, if you want to obey the Lord, then Deuteronomy 6 is your place to go. Now, Lynn, you've got a lot of stuff. Yeah. I've been yapping here over this stuff, and I apologize for that. <laughs> but we're, we are going to go a little bit long because we've got some videos to yeah. show. One we're not going to show. We're going to give that warning because right. some of this is... Explicit, and I don't feel comfortable showing the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, even though they're exposing certain things. But right, and, before, and that's fine. That's yeah. fine. That can be something that people choose to do on their own time. Uh, you know, as we always do every Wednesday, we have resources for folks to do their own homework. So I would encourage you. It's not a very long video, but it is absolutely crucial that you see the kind of internet service that schools are accessing that flies under the radar of um, promiscuity and uh, sexual content that our children are being able to access. And this is one of the things about the Senate Bill 3398 that is so concerning because Graham and all the co-sponsors for it have said, okay, you know, we really want to stamp out the uh, child exploitation for uh, sexual abuse, we really want to shine a light on that. But here's the big question, Tim. You're going to focus that light, rightly so, on all these criminals who are exploiting our children. They're enticing them. They're grooming them. They're showing them explicit material. And they're doing harm to our children. But yet we're going to possibly leave out all the junk that does the same thing in our schools? How can we possibly, as a society, 
support a bill that goes after one group but leaves the biggest group in the name of education totally out. And I'm not saying that the bill actually does that. I'm saying it is just nebulous enough, just just vague enough, just gray enough to go, hmm, I'm going to point the finger at one person, but I'm going to over, I'm over here, I'm going to say, well, you know, it's educational. So because it's educational, I'm going to let it fly. Right, but it's not educational. It is uh, exploiting children. Right. It is it is indoctrinating children to go well beyond uh, in their. I don't. Even, I hate that we even have to talk about this. But what it does is it, it goes beyond where they're mentally and physically able to adapt to this. And what it does is it perverts them. And so you know, right. I've, I've I've always I, I told my wife you know when we had kids and stuff I said you know. Due to things that I was exposed to at a young age, I said, I do want to protect my kids, but at the same time, I want to not be one a parent who is scared to talk to my kids about something that God created to be within the bounds of marriage. And so um, I, I've right. always tried to do that. I've not tried to be gratuitous. I've tried to just say, right. this is how it is, you know, satisfy curiosity, as we talked about with Heather Hobbs yesterday uh, on the show, and, and, and then expand on that as they have questions. But never shy away from it. Never be scared of it because it is a gift that God has given us. But the fact of the matter is, Lindsey Graham is promoting uh, just utter perversion among our children, and then he goes and he puts this other bill in. He's supporting this other bill. He's sponsoring this bill. Um, uh, what is it? Thirty-three ninety-eight. Is that right? Uh, Senate Bill yeah, thirty-three ninety-eight. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's called the Earn It Act, and that you know. Yeah. And we need to give a shout out to Jennifer and her son because you, if you'll remember last yes. week in the chat room, she's the one who brought this up, and she said that her son had found it, and. I want to thank them because this bill is an absolute train wreck. I mean, you know, we've talked about several um, through our, our different conversations, but this one, the Earn It Act, and just the name of it, and, you know, as we have discussed before, any time that Congress has a bill and they have what sounds like a positive name to it, if you look at what it actually does, it's the, you know, the polar opposite. This one stands for Eliminating Abusive and Rampant Neglect of Interactive Technologies. Now, that sounds like it could be pretty good. You know, I'm going to eliminate abuse. I'm going to, you know, shine a light on neglect on children, and I'm going to do it through the technology. But here's the problem, okay? Earn it. Why would I name a bill that's supposed to be supportive of, you know, spotlighting criminals uh, who are abusing our children and then name it earn it. So who's earning, okay? Is it going to be, um, is it going to be the swamp? Is it going to be the, the uh, data miners? Is it going to be the technology companies? Who is actually going to earn anything? The children in this particular bill are not going to earn freedom. They're not going to earn uh, innocence or anything that would help protect them, This is all geared, this particular bill is all geared for expanding our government one more time in the name of safety for our children, and it's going to do things that that in the process will put labels where labels maybe don't need to go. In other words, okay, we, we know there are criminals out there who are exploiting our children. Okay, we know there are criminals out there 
for trafficking our children. But what about those who are in the educational system, who are the teachers and the school leaders, who they're doing, you know, they're getting up every day and they're doing what they feel that, that God has led them to do, and that is leading our children, and they're caught in the crosshairs of this particular bill because they're teaching comprehensive sexual um, education. You know, that's a big question. No, it absolutely is. And so let's get into some of this. Um We've got sure. earn it. You know, it's kind of interesting. You were talking about the titles. The titles are often selected. We've made mention of this before to kind of mm-hmm. uh, give this appearance that it is something positive and something good. When in reality, what's going on is they may be doing like the magician. They'll say, hey, look over here at this hand while they're doing the trick and the other hand. And so Lindsay is coming along. And he's acting like, oh, I'm standing up for the children. But he isn't addressing the very things where they're actually pimping out. Our, we talked about this the other week. They're actually pimping out our kids. They're, they're grooming our kids to be sexually exploited. Right. Absolutely they are. If you look at uh, Congress.gov right now, and if you go and look for the Real Education for Healthy Youth Act, there's one in the House, there's one in the Senate. Tim, those are nothing but comprehensive sexuality education pushing bills. And they're getting into social and emotional learning. They're getting into family values and attitudes and beliefs. They're getting into everything that supposedly connects to health education. But actually what it is is it's grooming and enticing our children for sexuality well before it's even appropriate for them. So we're talking, you know, pre-K, we're talking kindergarten, we're talking first and second grade, we're talking children who don't even understand their little bodies yet, but yet here it is, it's being brought up in the classroom, and it's kind of like suicide, you know? We have several different kinds of assessments in education that, you know, oh, have you ever thought about suicide? Have you ever this, you know, have you tried to harm yourself or blah, blah, blah. And what it's doing is it's presenting the subject before the child has had a time to even consider what it is or even be knowledgeable of what it is. And because it is uh, grooming them, it's trying to get them familiar with whatever the subject is so that by the time they come into the hormones or they come into the mindset or they come into, you know, the appropriate time, it's already on the table So why not look at suicide or sexuality or all these other things that are none of the school's business? And that's exactly what we're seeing with this particular, um, with this particular bill where it comes into the comprehensive sexuality education. Okay. All right. So I brought up your, your page here for the Real Education of Healthy Youth Act. Um, the house, Mm -hmm. the house resolution is 2720. Uh, 2720, and then the Senate bill is 1524 for those who are interested, who are who are listening. Um, this stuff is um, oh, it's you, wicked. Oh, it's it, yeah, wicked. it is. And I've read the bill. Here's yeah. here's what's here's what's amazing to me. There are people who buy into this whole Q non stuff, and look, I understand there is uh, trafficking of children, of women, even of men. We've we've talked with somebody. Uh, who's dealt with uh, Drew Nolan, my friend up in Ohio. And we've talked about there's trafficking even of men, sadly, um, through the United States. 
And here we have this grooming going on, facilitated in our faces by the federal government through congressional bills, and they're grooming our kids. When You know, America, you're going to get what you deserve. You're acting like Sodom and Gomorrah. You're silent in the face of tyranny. You're silent in the face of those who want to use and exploit your children. When will you stand up? Now, Lynn, you've written on that one. You've got a new one out about this issue mm-hmm. with, uh, with, with Graham's uh, new bill, the Earn It Act. You know, when I hear that... I, you know, you went in some other areas. I think a whole, along a whole different line when I think about them exploiting our kids. I think about them pointing okay. it at the kids. You earn it. And I'm talking about in a very wicked and depraved way. That's what I think they're, I think that's what they're putting Oh, out. oh, I see where you're going. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Oh, I think I that's where, I think that's where that. they're, I think that's where these people are going because they have such a depraved mind. And they want to put it off as though it's a good thing. You know, Lindsey Graham, they said that you change diapers like you change politicians and for the same reason. And I think Lindsey Graham is one of those guys. This is why it just amazes me. For years, I've, I've, I've pushed for other men who were at least professed godly men, and they were known as godly men in, their, in the community here. I've pushed for them to replace Lindsey Graham, and the people of South Carolina, for some reason or another, and and it may be part of the voting system because here we have the open primary. So you have people from different political ideologies who will like Lindsey because he's so, I don't know, whatever. He's not really much of anything uh, except a traitor as far as I can see. And they will they can come in and well, vote. He's a career politician for one. Well, yeah, and they can vote for these yeah. things. So let's get into some of this. What's Graham promoting in the Earn It Act? Okay, supposedly what this particular act is supposed to do is set up a new commission, a national commission, to kind of smoke out, if you will, those who are abusing our children or exploiting them through um, sexual uh, content as far as, um, you know, things that they're, they're seeing in um, technology or, you know, in schools or things like that. And that was one of the things that kind of got me was, you know, okay, we need another expansion of government to handle this problem that should be on a state level. Why are we doing this? I don't understand this. But, um, you know, that's the way Congress is working. Uh, It's going to set up the National Committee on Child Sexual Exploitation Prevention, okay? This particular commission, Tim, is going to use best practices, and we've heard this before in education overreaches, to implement prevention, reduction, and response to online sexual exploitation of our children, which includes, you ready, enticement, grooming, trafficking, abuse, and proliferation of sexually explicit abusive material and you cannot you cannot divorce the fact that this same sexually abusive manipulative material is in not only our public school system but in our public libraries in our public museums it's even on our stupid tv channels it is everywhere because it is supposed to permeate not just the public school sector but every single citizen to kind of desensitize the shock, if you will, of the depravity of all this so that anything goes. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. And uh, Jennifer just came online. Give us a thumbs up. We appreciate you, Jennifer, and your input and your son as well. Uh, we were just giving you a shout out at the start of the, the show. At, now, Lynn, you've got several videos, too, that we want to kind of cover. Yeah. I don't know if you want to cover any of those. You'll have to tell me when you want to do it because I'm going to have to pull them back up. Sure. One of them, let me sure. just give a, okay. let me give a warning because I think I said I would do that the first show and I think I forgot. Yeah. If you have small children up at this time of the morning, um, the, the subject matter is something I don't even like to talk about. Lynn doesn't talk, like to talk about it. But the fact of the matter is that this is what they're pushing on us, okay? So we have to – we're kind of forced to talk about it. You know, this is the sad reality of what we live in today. We we're, It's kind of like when Bill Clinton came out and said that, you know, he had to deal – what he did in the or in the um, the White House in the Oval Office, people had to deal with that and they had to talk with their children about that. I don't want to have to do that, but the fact of the matter is we have to do it. So I'm going to give a warning out. If you have small children up at this time of the hour, if you're uh, listening later on uh, with the with the show that's uh, archived, this is going to be somewhat. I, I, we're not going to make it gratuitous. I, that is one thing. I, so one of the videos we're not going to show, but we will have in the archive. Uh, and the only reason is, is because the video audience, look, I know what it is to be a man. I know what it is to fall into temptation. I know what it is for this stuff to stimulate men and their thinking. I know what it is. So we're not going to show that. But there are some things that we can show about what's going on here. And this is probably why we're going to run a little long today, Lynn. What's, what's some of the things that we want to do? Or do we want to cover some stuff and then bring that in? Okay, if you will, let's do uh, a couple of things first, and then we can get into uh, one of the videos, okay? Okay, sure. And one of the things that I would like us to point out is, hang on just a second, Um, let's see here, I wanted to, okay, Um, if you could show the second image uh, that I sent you in the email, it was the concerns about the Senate Bill 3398. Okay, is uh, it? Okay, the first yeah, I got image, it. I got yeah, it. Yeah, the first image only says that it's going to admit, um, amend the Every Student Succeeds Act. Now, the question there is, the particular section of the Every Student Succeeds Act that it, that it amends, and it amends at least 12 other laws, I will tell you that. Um, my question is, and it still stands, is this going to address the comprehensive sexuality overload that we're seeing. But it's this second image where I have questions for folks, you know, because this, again, Congress is great about naming a bill, making it sound so positive, but then they don't go in and they don't really define what exactly they mean. So it's these other concerns, okay? And that's the image that I wanted to pull up, okay? On page 12, now this is a 65-page bill. Um, Tim, on page 12, it talks about matters being addressed. So is it actually going to hold our schools and communities accountable for too much of this, this comprehensive sexuality education? Because if you'll remember, in the Every Student Succeeds Act, it didn't just pull in the public school kids. It pulled in everyone, okay? And it was using communities 
as kind of like a stopgap, if you will. Okay, if your community is not aligned to the Every Student Succeeds Act, if they're not doing everything to make sure that the student is uh, progressing in education, we can harm the communities by pulling funding in some way. So this is why we want to know you know, what is going to be happening in our schools and in our communities. All right, parental control on page 13 has been totally bypassed. And that should be a concern to every parent because when it comes to sexuality, that should be the parent's job, not the school's job, not the community's job, okay? How is it going to improve a system that's already broken? All right, you still got third parties who are data mining and data trackers what's going to happen with them all right why on page 20 are there caveats tim for fast tracking this particular bill both in the house and in the senate why would you fast track a bill that that is like this i don't understand well okay? let, me, let me ask a question on page 32, let, me, let, me, let me ask a question I'm because sorry? you you write in here will this violate constitutional civil rights well of course it's violating it the ninth and tenth amendment doesn't give them any authority to be doing this in the first place so what are we talking well, about with this these people are acting criminally against the people and against our children against our posterity as the constitution says why do we allow this why why people continue to fall into this thing to thinking that look can i can i just be very straightforward here lynn we have people yeah. who are upset that joe biden is running because he puts his hands all over other men's wives other little girls and all of this other stuff and yet here's a republican senator and a president uh -huh. supporting that republican senator who who has pushed this kind of nonsense on us, this criminal activity, they, they push this on us. It's unconstitutional. Why? I Well, I know why, but I ask the Trump followers and supporters, why does your president support a man who supports a bill like this? It's unconstitutional, Ninth and Tenth Amendment. It's as clear as day. I don't know why you can, uh -huh. you people could, as long as you continue to do that, you're bringing the judgment upon your own heads and your own children. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves and repent. Right, and you're you're so right. Yes, that is kind of like a rhetorical question there, okay? But we should not be turning our communities or 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 too quick to label folks into sex grooming because you know maybe they aren't, okay? If you all right, look at the if you look at the language of this particular bill, and you've already seen that the parental control has been bypassed. This is yet another way to come for the government to come in and go, well, okay, not only are you not educating in your home the way that we think you are, but now you're, you're suspect for, you know, sexually abusing your children. That's, that is just so wrong because there's not a parent I know who would even dream of sexually harming their children. But this particular bill looks like it's going to lay the net out there, Tim, and just whomever falls into it is going to fall into it. And that is wrong because, you know, this is it's kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater, if you will. Yeah, what, okay, what are some of the other things? I'm, I apologize that I interrupted you. Page 20 you, oh, no, is where no, you... No, 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 you're absolutely fine. Okay, okay um, let me see here. Page, page 20 um, is where you left see. off, so we're going to pick up at page 32. <laughs> I'm That's just keeping okay. on the line. Um, page 37. I don't know. I don't remember if I put this on the particular image that you see or yep, not. It's there. But it's the sense of Congress 
that child sexual abusive material is equated with child pornography. Are you kidding me? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you've got Congress's sense in redefining child pornography is to rebrand it as yeah. uh, rebrand it child sexual abusive material. Well, of course, this yeah. is, when I was little, when I was when I I don't want to say little when I was a teenager, I I remember. Look, I was a, a rambunctious, rebellious, a godless young man, and um, you know I would go and look for people to get me pornographic magazines. And one of the things is, is that I understood later on was if somebody mm-hmm. did that, they were contributing to the delinquency of a minor. That's how of that was understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was how that was understood. Now, it's like we have to sit here and have all these definitions. This is the very thing Jesus uh, really condemned the religious leaders, the political leaders of the day in Matthew 23. Mm-hmm. You're trying to you know, thread the the thread through the eye of a needle when the reality is bigger than that. It's so apparent what you're doing. And these people are doing it here, too. How are they doing it, Lynn? Okay. Um, page 45 of this, Senate Bill 3398, it tells you here, the child pornography visual depiction definition gets changed to the child sexual abuse material visual depiction. We're playing word games. It's still smut. It's still putting stuff before the children, before they're ready for it. And again, it's not just in our public schools. This is everywhere in our society because it's supposed to be helping support a cultural change. And where's the cultural change coming from? It's coming from the Sustainable Development Goals, where it covers uh, Sustainable Development Goal number three, which is good health, which encompasses comprehensive sexuality education. If you look at the United Nations plan for comprehensive sexuality education, you will perfectly understand why we're seeing children as young as three being told, oh, yes, you need to question your gender. You need to question why mom and dad labeled you a boy or a girl. You need to question, you know, I'm sorry, at three years old, you don't even understand what your belly button is, let alone what your private parts are. I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. And here's the thing. We have our president saying you know, he came on early on talking about all these things, great speech at the UN, and then he, he cuts, he makes some cuts here and there. Some of those was UNESCO, which deals with ed- education out of the UN. And yet, he continues to support them. He says, oh, well, they're not doing what their charter says. Oh, they're doing exactly what their charter says. And the problem is, it doesn't have a firm foundation, which is the scriptures. It's not even the Constitution at this point. I, I, I you know, I go back ultimately to the scriptures. That is the law. And when you go back even into our statutes, the Bible is the law. That is the law, people. And if you don't understand that, if you say religion doesn't matter in this, what do you... You don't understand the foundations of America. You really don't understand them. They go way beyond, way back further than the Constitution. I, I mean, I confess, look, I think the Constitution watered down the other... Um, constitutions, documents that people adhered to, covenants, if you will, that came before it. I I do think it's watered down from that because in those previous documents, they reference specifically the Creator, which at least the Declaration of Independence did uh, in reference to the Creator, but it goes back to biblical law. 
It supersedes right. everything that man can write. And man, if man is wrong, he has to conform to the law of God. And if he doesn't conform to the law of God, guess what, people? You can't point to your creator for rights. You can't point to your creator for justice. You can't point to your creator for anything. You can't point to him for anything that you think you're entitled to. And I don't even mean it as a welfare thing. I mean, it's something that your creator endowed you with as the, the writer of the Declaration of Independence said. So when we get to these things right here, again, we put the limits on the federal government, okay? And what are they doing? They're just bypassing it. And the people are so ignorant of the Constitution. They don't know the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. They don't know Article One. They don't know Article Two. And so, therefore, they're willing to just go along with whatever the guy uh, with his political jersey has, whether he's a Democrat, you're on that side, or whether he's a Republican, you're on this side. You're willing to go along with it and support that guy, despite the fact that he's violating the law, he's treasonous towards you and towards your children. Right, absolutely. And see, the danger with this comprehensive sexuality education is it doesn't just focus on the God-made uh, birds and bees, if you will, okay? This, the, the comprehensive sexuality education goes into every deviant behavior you could possibly attach to sex or sexuality. And see, what, and this, why this is so important right now, Tim, is because we already know that under the Obama administration, um, there was a key person who was put in a very supposedly minuscule role in the Department of Education. But that, this particular person had access and power to change the wording for Title IX. Now, Title IX is supposed to be the part of our law that allows women or, uh, or girls to be able to participate at the same level in sports as our, our guys, okay? But because this key person was put into this one role back in the Obama administration, there was one word, Tim, I kid you not, one word in Title IX that was changed and has set all this in motion. And that word was it went from sex to sexuality. And see, when we cross that line, when we go from sex, which is, um, you know, the biological men and women, to sexuality, which are feelings, which are based on either, you know, research or culture or whatever you want, okay, that's where the different difference is. So that opened Pandora's box, if you will, for the transgenders, for the, the, all these other people who are in all these other kinds of alternative sexualities, if you will, to come in and go, oh, well, I feel like I'm a this, so I could go participate on this, uh, you know, this team, whether I'm, you know, a boy or a girl. We're seeing that play out in all kinds of ways in today's society where you have boys who are identifying as girls, going on the girls' teams, and because of the differences in, our phys in the physicality, there's a distinct disadvantage for, uh, for the women because they're not as strong as the men in, who are, you know, on these teams. So that's, you know, crossing the line there. Now, you just had the Supreme Court hand down a redefinition of the Civil Rights Act. So all of this is going to play into this Senate Bill 
3398 in one way or another because the the foundation has already been set uh, back in the Obama administration, and Trump is carrying this through. And if this particular bill goes through, who knows what it's going to do as far as uh, casting that net out there. Uh, this is really, really important. So it's not just that we're teaching, you know, boys and girls about, you know, uh, what sex is supposed to be. No, we're going into all kinds of, of places with this. And our government is backing all that deviation and all that um, um, alternate uh, world, if you will. No, exactly right. And when we say our government, <clears throat> excuse me, when we say our government, the Constitution states we the people. So the people are behind this too, by not speaking out against it, by not uh, falling for the trap of eating from the two dog bowls that the, uh, the the media and the politicians have set up for you. When you vote for those guys, you can say, well, I don't want this guy in there. They're a socialist. They're a communist. Okay, fine. But the fact of the matter is when you vote for the other side, a lot of times, not always, when you vote for the other side, you're voting for this kind of stuff. Let me, let me give you uh, a response uh, to that, uh, Lynn, because I know you agree with this. Paul speaks about these kinds of things in Romans 1. <clears throat> Excuse me. He says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel. This is the power of God unto salvation. Because he says that. He says, Because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as is written, the righteous will live by faith. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known of God or known about God is plain to them because God is made plain to them. People know there's a creator. They know they're accountable to him. They know right from wrong. It's in their heart. It's part of the image of God that men are created in. And then he says, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. And it goes on to say that they began to not honor God as God. They don't glorify him as God. In fact, they go to the creation. They start, we can talk about climate change. We can talk about whatever we want to as earth worship, as Gaia worship. We can talk about the worship of creatures, whether you're more uh, in love with an animal, okay, which is not made in the image of God, than you are a human being who's been uh, who's being uh, ripped apart in the womb, which we talked about yesterday with Heather Hobbs. And then God says this through Paul. He says, because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural ones. If you don't understand what that is, that means women with women. Okay, that's sexually. Okay, in the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other women, other men, and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Now, this I think is really where everything goes. It's not just to exploit them sexually, uh, you know, in the natural order, if you will, for men and women. It's ultimately to get them to completely pervert the sexual order that God has given within marriage between a man and a woman, uh, where there's a loving relationship that resembles Christ and his church. Uh, we could even say Jesus, the son, 
and the Father and the Holy Spirit in the Trinity, they can have love among themselves. It isn't a sexual love, obviously, but they can have genuine love for one another within themselves. This is to pervert that very foundation. And this is why we're calling this out, Lynn, isn't it? I mean, isn't this the issue? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It is. Now, you know, let's preface this. Once you're an adult, and if this is, you know, once you're an adult, that's one thing. But we're talking about children who are under age. We're talking about very impressionable children who are, you know, they want to learn. I mean, that's a natural capacity, all right? They are naturally curious. And it's what we're putting before them that is so harmful. So I wanted to preface that because, you know, like we've said before on this show, you know, you you get to be the age of consent. If that's the road you want to go, that's, you know, well, you know, that's one thing. But these are our children. These are are, our precious, precious children who really don't stand a chance with all the stuff that's being thrown at them that is so dangerous. It's not just, you know, the comprehensive sex. It's the suicide. It's the, you know, it, it's all the other stuff that comes with all of this that goes into it. And we're seeing our schools and our communities and our society bend over backwards to do this. And this particular bill, like I've said, is so concerning because it wants to go after one type of the population, but it might totally, totally escape the educational system, which it shouldn't because there is so much deviation and criminal activity going on in our education system that, you know, if we're going to go out there and we're going to look for the child predators, we might start need to look in, in our schools because if you don't understand this, what happens is not only does it put a sexual perversion on the children, but look at the number of teachers and school leaders and community leaders who are found guilty of what? Child pornography, child exploitation, child sex grooming, child trafficking. It's just, it is absolutely just insane to me how we could not look at our education system. So what, so if this bill goes through and if it divorces education from this this particular, you know, we're going to go after the child predators. You're going to sit there and tell the criminals, well, sorry, you're outside the educational system. You're going to be found guilty. But go in the education system and you'll be fine. No, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Now, Lynn, let's get into a couple of things because uh, we're going to yeah. probably we're going to run over time. This is why I told people join us I on know. Setting Brush Fires at YouTube. Go to our our, our Facebook page, Be Dean Sons of Liberty. Um, go to the Setting Brush Fires Periscope or my Twitter account at FPP Tim or any of these other things. You can go to my personal page, Tim Brown, uh, the, the, on Facebook, whatever. Go to these things because we're going to finish up after after the thing. But we've got some videos to show too. Now, folks, I yeah. I I talk with Land before the show, and one of them we're not going to show, but we're going to have it in the archive so that if you want to see it, you can see it. It's from the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. And the only reason I did that was because of some of the images that are shown in the video. If you are prepared to see those things, then and you can do that in a way to where you're not tempted in some way, okay, then we want to make that available to you so you see exactly what your kids are being taught, so you see exactly what it is. 
but I'm not going to put it on right. here. I'm not going to put it on here. Um, but we are going right. to put that's it fine. so that that's if, fine. If, yeah, you're if not going to show the video, at least show that third mm-hmm. image where you see the lady, because I want to point out something here, because a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, this is just for public school. So let me know when you have that image. All up. right. Which one are we looking at? Because you've got two with the lady it's on the, there. From it's, there. The th- it's the third one. You'll see the lady on the All right. right. I got her up. You'll see in. Yeah. Okay. The prophets. The prophets. This is from the video. I took a screenshot, and what the lady is pointing out to you is this is the National Center on Sexual uh, Exploitation, and she is pointing out to you that not only are your children getting this in schools, but through this EBSCO uh, Internet server, you're getting uh, things that bypass the school's uh, Internet setup. It's going into libraries. It's going into museums. It's going into after-school programs. So this is where it reaches everyone who's outside the public system. And that's what I wanted to point out with that particular video, okay? So people have that. They can access that particular video at their leisure. Uh, I would urge you to because the National Center for Sexual Exploitation has done a marvelous job of putting together resources so that you can see what is going on in your community. Uh, the Child Protection League has done that as well. In fact, they're having a webinar on Saturday, and that's in my article as well, so you can sign up for that. But let's go to that one video from the prevention Oh, let's see here. Hang on. It is the prevention, uh, no, Positive Prevention Plus. And this is a curriculum that is federally funded, Tim, and that is featured in uh, California, but it's also in some other states as well. And that is that um, one for the high school's independent study. And this is only for comprehensive sexuality education. All right, we're going to go to that video here in just a moment. I'm going to got to bring it up here, and uh, this runs about five minutes. So we're going to do this, yep. and then we're going to come in and close the show, at least for the radio audience, and then we may have to pause it in the middle, and then we're going to do the one for elementary after if you want to sure. hear that. Even though this is a video, you'll be able to hear it, okay? Hey there, I'm Johnny. Welcome to the Positive Prevention Plus Sexual Health Education Independent Study Program. Woo! Wowza, that was a mouthful. (laughs) But hey, you're really going to enjoy this stuff. Me and my friends are going to lead you through lessons and activities to help you have healthy relationships and to help you avoid things like STIs, that's sexually transmitted infections, yuck, and unplanned pregnancies. But before we get started, let me introduce you to my friends here. And even though I'm a senior, I don't know everything, so they're going to help out too. And there's some really awesome dudes and dudettes, so let's check it out. I'm Dulce, and I just got my driver's license. Yippee! I grew up in Southern California, but I have a lot of family in Mexico. Sometimes I like speaking Spanish with my grandmother, mi abuelita. I'm not dating anyone right now, and I'm open to going out with guys and girls. Why limit your options to just one gender? Hi, hi. I'm Sarah. I just started high school, but I made it onto the JV Swim team. On the dating scene, well... Me and my boyfriend just broke up because he lives in a different city and neither of us drive. But luckily we're still friends and talk a lot online. Hi there, I'm Ryan. I really love fashion and film and I think I want to study design in college. I've never identified as a boy or a girl really, which has been challenging sometimes. But luckily I go to a really cool high school and they have like gender neutral bathrooms. 
I'm Esther. My family is a little traditional, and I've just started going out with a really cute Korean guy. But I've dated white and black guys too. To me, it really doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. Cool. Thanks, guys. I guess I should introduce myself better too, right? I'm psyched to go to college next year. I love baseball, and right now I don't have a girlfriend, but I'm on the market. And I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> anyway, back to business. Here are a few things you got to remember. Find a quiet and comfortable place to complete each lesson, which ought to take you about 20 to 30 minutes each. Your mom or dad or stepmom or stepdad or favorite aunt or uncle or some other trusted adult can look over your shoulder at what's going on. We even have interview questions and worksheets you will be completing with them. So, try to keep your little brother or sister from running around and disturbing you during the lessons. We can play lightsabers a little later. Whoa! Oh, they might hit me with that thing. Also, no texting, TV, no distracting music during the lessons, okay? We really want you guys to learn this stuff. Oh, yeah. No distractions between indoctrination. In. The school should have provided you with one. So, here it goes. Oh, hey guys. Did I forget anything? Remember to take these lessons seriously. And don't just speed through them. And share the worksheets with a trusted adult. Don't lose your workbook. So, there you have it. Dulce, why don't you take over with the getting started lesson? Si, sí, vamos. Let's get started. <laughs> hey there. This has been quite a journey, right? Yeah, wow. You really learned quite a lot. Congratulations! You made it through all the lessons! You have all put forth a lot of time and effort in studying about the changes we all go through as we mature into young adults. I mean, where do we even start? You've learned about healthy relationships. Okay, all right, let's, let's pause right there, Lynn, uh, and we'll finish it mm -hmm. on the other side of the break. If people want to join us on any of the platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, um, Periscope, or dlive.tv any of these any of these um uh, platforms that we're on on video you can join us after we close out the show here on red state talk radio they just made the reference to healthy relationships now a lot of these things that they're engaged in let, let's be honest a lot of them beforehand are trials for marriage they're acting like they're married people they're getting getting engaged in sexual intercourse um they're they're acting like they're married couples without being married um, they're engaged in homosexual uh, relationships and things the same. Those are far from healthy, far from healthy. And uh, and it's been documented they're far from healthy. But before we close out the show, you got about 20 seconds here. Tell people where they can find out more about you, Lynn. Oh, okay. Uh, blog is commoncordiva.com. You can find me on MeWe. You can find me on Local Activists. Uh, org. You can find me on USA.Live. I'm on Facebook as well. Twitter is at Common Cordiva. And if you're interested and you feel like watching Clean TV, the uh, Breaking News Journal. Okay, that's all we got time Roku, for. That's all we got time for, yeah, Lynn. Thank you very Roku much. Channel. See you guys on the other side. All right, I got the music going. I don't know why this radio program <laughs> wants to do that. Sorry about that to cut you off, Lynn. Um, but you were, okay. you were saying before, so those of you who are joining us via video, 
Um, after you've listened to the radio show, we welcome you to whatever platform you're on. Uh, Lynn, you were saying something uh, there before I had to cut you off, and I'm sorry about that. It's just the time frame. No, no, yeah, it's a constraint. What were you saying before I had to cut you off? Oh, uh, just the fact that, uh, you know, the Breaking News Journal has uh, a Roku channel on Amazon. I believe it's Fire and uh, Prime as well, uh, Roku as well. You can uh, access my Common Core Diva channel there um, when you subscribe to them. Right. Okay. All right. So um, Jennifer has chimed in. She says, both of our sons had to watch videos before starting college, which included sex ed, drugs, relationships. They were inappropriate. I agree, Jennifer. They are, even for those of us who are much older. Uh, the The fact of the matter is I want to make that available for people who want to see it without uh, trying to overtly offend people because I don't think we ought to even be talking about this stuff in the first place. But the fact of the matter is we have to talk about it because of the fact it's being pushed upon us. It's shameful to even that we even have to talk about these things. So let's finish up with this video, Land. We've got about a minute or so sure. left in this video. I wanted sure. to cut off so we could close out the show. And uh, so people, here's the remainder of the video we were looking at. We're going to look at one for the, this is for high school. Okay. The one we're going to look at next is for elementary school. So here it goes. Okay and avoid unhealthy relationships. You studied about family planning and birth control and the importance of sexual abstinence as the only 100% effective way to prevent sexually transmitted infection and an un... Okay, now let me say, that's actually a good line right in the middle of all of this. The only way to prevent unwanted pregnancies, sexually transmitted diseases, and I would say even emotional um, distraught and things of that nature is to remain sexually pure, not engage in sexual intercourse, not engage in any kind of sex at all, no matter what it is. That's actually a good message right in the middle of all of this indoctrination, but it's given very little attention uh, as the one thing that can keep you from falling into this this trap here. All right, we're going to continue on. Plan pregnancy. You've also reviewed information on HIV and other STIs and where to go for a free confidential checkup. And how to recognize and resist peer and media pressure that tries to push you into risky behavior. And being helpful like this video. to friends and relatives who may have a serious health problem. Wow, yeah, we've covered a lot of ground together. We all wanted to just stop by again to tell you that we're very proud of you. You've now got a lot of tools to move forward, and we all expect the very, very, very best from you from Cartoons this point Cartoons are very proud of you. Congratulations again. Congratulations. Be safe and be healthy. Bye, guys. You've been awesome. And remember, be yourself. Uh, I'd, like, I'd like to say that I'm very proud of you. I'm a little cartoon figure, and I'd, li- I'd like to say just how proud I am of you. If if you would just follow along with us, don't listen to your parents. Don't listen to that Bible. That's outdated. Don't don't listen to those kinds of things. Uh, just we're very proud of you. Yada yada yada. All right. So this is what they want to promote to our children in high school. Now, what about in the um, the middle schools, the elementary schools, um, Lynn? What what are they promoting there? 
Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because, you know, supposedly in the state of California, now, again, this is featured in more than just California, okay, we have other states that are doing this, but California has, you know, said, okay, this has to be for seventh grade and up. Well, that would clearly be middle school or what we would call junior high, but yet when you look at this particular video, it is labeled for elementary students. And one of the things that I put in my article that folks can access uh, through the archives, and you have this resource as well, is there is the PDF for the special education or the special uh, populations, if you will, for this Positive uh, Prevention Plus program. And in that, on page six, it tells you, if you're a teacher, we want you to be as creative as possible when it comes to demonstrating skills that children need for sexuality. Now, I'm not going to get into what that is. I just want you to think about all the horror stories that you have heard in the news and heard from parents who are outraged over the oversexing of our children in schools. And this would typically be after school because, you know, like in the county I live in, it was such an uproar that they said, well, okay, we're not going to do it during school hours. We're just going to do it after school hours, and then we can invite the community in. So, you know, you've got teachers who are being told to visually display skills that children need for sex. Then on the introduction page 20, which is XX, you will see a caveat for parents. Oh, yeah, you can opt out of this particular uh, comprehensive sexuality education, but if you opt out of it in the school, you have to take the material home, you have to teach it to your children, and follow along with the school's rubric. So you're not getting to teach your child what your family values are when it comes to sex. You're still having to follow along with the pre-canned curriculum. Whoops, excuse me. So basically what they're saying is you can have your own thoughts if you want, but you have to teach our stuff and then you have to come along with it with this, that and the other. Now, look, I don't have yeah. a problem if the if the parents have a, a voice to speak it. But the fact of the matter is, is when this comes into children who are underage and they're still developing uh-huh. things, I don't think we necessarily have to introduce the state's error in order to combat it. I think we can do that as they get older. We can say, hey, yeah, there are people who think this, that, and the other. But when they're young, when they're, you know, under, when they're in, uh, prepubescent, if you will, I think that we teach them the thing of abstinence. I think we teach them the biology of how the, how the body works and things of that nature. That's fine. We can, we can teach them what God says about marriage, about adultery, about fornication, all of these kinds of things. We can teach them those things. So that they begin at an early age to understand there's a law here that, at work. And when you violate the law, there's always consequences. So I don't have a problem with doing that. But when they say, hey, you have to teach our stuff, to, I don't know, your five-year-old, uh, and then you can come back. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different issue that we've got going on here. Absolutely it is. It absolutely is. So I just wanted folks to know that that, that is in the fine print. And you're going to see that not just with this particular curriculum, but probably all the other ones. So if you want to show the elementary one, it's um, about three minutes. Yeah, I'm going to put that on right now.
And uh, this is the, the one for elementary schools. So people will be able to see this as soon as it comes on. It's taking a little bit. And that's where babies come from. Okay, now let's talk about the changes your bodies are going through. Can anyone tell me what is Look the definition Look at the kids' of faces puberty? on here. Oh my gosh, that was awkward. Yeah, I know. I can't stand talking about the P word. Which one? Puberty or period? <laughs> Ugh, you guys are so gross. <clears throat> uh, guys, do you want to come over to my place to play video games? Yeah, awesome. Totally. So, what did you learn in school today? Well, we learned about puberty. <laughs> Great. What did you find the most interesting about the lesson on puberty? Oh, come on, guys. It's not that big of a deal. We talked about all the changes our bodies are going through and what our bodies will look like when we're adults. Great. What did you find the most interesting about the lesson? Huh. Only that girl's puberty usually starts before the boys. Yeah. That's why some of us girls are taller and look more mature than boys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe you could talk with your mom like that. Your parents are really cool. Yeah, I really wish sometimes I could talk with my parents about things like puberty. Maybe we should just try and mention it like Johnny did. Yeah, guys, like I said, it's not so big a deal. Well, see you tomorrow at school. Bye. Oh, hey, is that a wrap? That's a wrap. All right. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for participating in this curriculum. It's been great learning with you all about the P word, puberty. We've sure covered a lot of information about how our bodies are changing. And about how to take care of our bodies. Deodorant, toothpaste, regular showers. We also learned about STIs and HIV AIDS. And what to do if anyone gets bullied. And what healthy friendships look like, no matter whether you're a boy or a girl. There you have it. We've learned a lot. Remember that you can talk about any of these issues anytime with your parent or a trusted adult. Oh, hey, Mom. Thanks for helping out. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Mom. And thanks, teacher. Take care, everyone. We're so proud of you. Thank you for that indoctrination. We appreciate it very much, mom and dad and teacher and all of this other. You know, Lynn, there are some things in there. You know, it's incredible that they're presenting this as though. Um, the, now, don't get me wrong. I think there is a place for teaching puberty. I, I don't think that we should be ashamed of that and understanding what's going on with people's bodies. Because, look, I got 10 kids. I've seen them go through changes physically. I've seen them have the um, the hormone responses, you know, the acne and stuff like that. I mean, I understand the issue of showers and all this. That's not what they're trying to promote here. They they specifically mention STIs, sexually transmitted. No, they call them. I don't know what the I is for it. We used to call them STDs. S it's infection. It's changed infection. from disease, okay. which was what we had, which okay. was STDs, yep. okay, to STIs. So we have totally reworked that it is um, 
sexually transmitted diseases to sexually transmitted infections. So we're okay. downplaying even that. Okay, no, that's what I wanted to make sure of. And um, they're bringing that into the mix. You can tell that even in the video, they're demonstrating that people, that these the, these kids, these cartoon kids, they're not even real kids. I, I don't even know if they, they may be adults who are doing these voices, who have young voices. But the, but the point is, is they're presenting young kids as though they understand what's going on. They're saying these things. And it is an indoctrination to younger kids who might even watch this, who might be taught this in the public schools, um, or whatever the case may be, and that it's okay. Don't worry about it. You know, we're taught about sexually transmitted infections, whatever you want to say, you know, diseases, whatever the case may be. As long as you're careful, because then they come along with the, I hate to even say it, condom with the banana thing oh well this is supposed to prevent all of that really really is that is that the is that what uh, we're led to believe why don't we practice the thing that we talked about uh earlier in the show and that is abstinence abstinence is 100 percent pure sure it, you can't go wrong with that that you won't get a sexually transmitted disease you won't have an unwanted pregnancy well, but my friends are telling me to do this, that, and the other. Yeah, it's because your friends are idiots. If you put young people well, with, let me put this out and then I'll let you respond. If you put young people okay. with no experience and no education and no understanding of how the real world works, this is why they're young people. They're supposed to be educated by their parents, not the state, uh, which wants to groom them for sexual exploitation. We're seeing that clearly as day here in this show. If you want to put them together and they derive their wisdom from other young people with no experience in the real world, no understanding of how these things work and all this other, well, then you're destined for a downfall. And if you bring them alongside the wisdom that God gives, that he says, you save this gift, and that's what it is, your your sexuality, your, um, uh, your most intimate moments are reserved for the partner that you have for the rest of your life. And that should be a very special thing, not something you just give away to whoever you like at the moment or you know whatever your friends tell you. This should be something that's very special. And this, again, goes back to what I said about Christ and his church. Christ doesn't love everybody, folks. I know you've been taught this, but he doesn't love everybody the way he loves his, his church. He gave his life for the church. He didn't give it for the for the goats. He gave it for the sheep. And God doesn't indiscriminately, um, flagrantly toss around his love. He just doesn't do it. If you think so, then I guess as a husband, you want to toss around the same love that you have for your wife to every other woman. Now, none, none of you think like that. Well, God doesn't think like that either. And we love our children different than we love our wives. And we love our friends different than we love our children and our wives. And we love our enemies different than we, than we love all of these other people within our you know, immediate contact. So when I say that, this is drawing on sex has been separated from love. And, you know, Lynn, I've watched several. Um, it was amazing to me to listen to men who were former porn stars. There was one guy who was talking about, he wasn't a Christian. 
He didn't become a Christian as far as Mm. I can see, but he was just talking about how it drug him down. He said, I began to see women as objects. I didn't know how to have a loving relationship with a woman um, as a result of that. And, And he was really forced into it. He said, because I had a can of beans and a can of potatoes. And he said, that's all I had. And these people were offering me hundreds of dollars to go do this little thing that would take me an hour to do. And he said, I went for it. He said, but even immediately after, I was sort of surprised. I've seen the women who say this stuff. Here were men who were saying the same thing, that it it destroys them from within. And yet here we are. We have um, the federal government. We have the state government going along to groom our children if you're putting them in the public indoctrination centers to groom our kids, and by the way, they're trying to push this into homeschools, charter schools, private schools, all this other, to to groom them for sexual exploitation. I, it ought to make people up in arms, literally, and with their pitchforks, their tar and feathering, all of that other stuff, against people like Lindsey Graham who promote this kind of stuff. Right. Well, we don't even know if he wrote it because, you know, if you look at the um, the entire bill, because it is so technology-based, Tim, it's going to, you know, one more time, bring in the big tech. It's also going to attach itself to big pharma, big insurance, the whole nine yards. And he's wanting to open South Carolina up in the name of all this uh, for more jobs because, after all, the economy is king. But um, here's, here's something that I wanted to point out. This particular positive prevention plus that's available in California and some other states as well where they've mandated comprehensive sexuality education. And believe me, it's going to be popping up in other states as well. It's not just the only curriculum that's out there. Stop uh, ComprehensiveSexualityEducation.org has an entire list broken down from global comprehensive sexuality education resources to local ones, uh, federally funded ones to state funded ones. So you want to make sure you check that out. But on Board Teacher, since this is Pride Month, okay, this is their, these are their steps that go along with this Positive Prevention Plus, all right? Scrutinize and improve your library to include LGBTQ plus resources. Promote the rainbow agenda. Stand up for the LBGT uh, whatever kids. Uh, Use their preferred pronouns or names and listen to them, but also host debates on sexuality. Now, these are for children. Now, with this positive uh, prevention plus, they teach there are three ways to have intercourse. Not one way, three ways. And I'm just going to leave that there. No, I I completely agree. Uh, And we all know what those three ways are. I mean, I don't even want to be depraved about that. Uh, We're not going to get into that. People can figure that out for themselves. But the fact of the matter is sexual intercourse is supposed to produce children. It is a sign of unity. Look, everybody gets it. When you have a child, what is that child? Well, it is... The evidence of the union between the man and the woman. Men and men can't produce that. Women with women can't produce that. They have to go outside of that. That's why they target your children. They want to indoctrinate your children to be like as depraved as they are. And the look, 
I, I don't have any hatred towards sodomites or lesbians. I call them to repentance. You know, 1 Corinthians tells us that Paul tells some of the people in the Corinthian church, such were some of you. You were some of the stuff, but you've been washed, you've been clean. It doesn't mean that you just came into the church. It means you turned away from that kind of life where you behaved in the way you were doing, and now you're behaving in a godly fashion. That's what he's saying. So I don't believe that sodomites or lesbians are, you know, some kind of target group to hate on. I don't believe that at all. I believe there are people who need to have the gospel, just like you uh, who are listening to me. Maybe you were a thief. Maybe you were a person who hated somebody in your heart. Maybe you were a murderer. Maybe you were a drug user or an alcohol abuser or an idolater in another fashion or whatever the case may be. The fact of the matter is all of this puts us under the judgment of God. That's why there is the gospel. That's why there is a savior from sin, not just from the wrath of God out in the future, but even from the concept, from from the power of sin in this life. It may not take us away from the consequences, but it do, it can save us from the power of sin in this life. Uh Lynn, let's wrap up things. We got a few minutes sure. that I can give before I have to get on with things. Let's wrap up things for what? this for today's show. Okay. Um, the reason why we want to attach all this to this S3398 uh, is because, the, as, as we said at the top of the show, the particular bill says it wants to go after those who are exploiting our children, and I don't have a problem with that. But where the big question is, is will this address this overreach that is in our educational system that is not just for public school kids, it's for every person because we have to deviate the entire society. We have to recognize that parents are being seen as breeders and that the state will take your child at a certain age and groom them for everything else. We have to understand that this particular uh, event is going that um, we're going to set our children up to fail in so many different ways, but yet this bill says, oh, we're going to protect our kids. Again, this is putting the government in control. This is not putting the parents in control. So there is, there are so many questions around this particular bill, and there are so many groups that we need to be able to reach with this particular bill going, you know, we need to expose this. We need to be in Graham's face. We need to be in the other co-sponsor's faces as well. Blumenthal, Senator Blumenthal is the one who not only has co-sponsored this particular Earn It Act, but he also has supported these comprehensive sexuality uh, bills that are in the Real Education for Healthy Youth on the Senate side. So you've got people like that. And let's remember, this is an election year. So if you want to continue to vote in smut, then I guess that's, that's your choice. But look at what you're getting. No, I couldn't agree more. I think that's wise words there. Now, by the way, people can check it out, S3398. It's called the Earning Act of 2020. It's put forth by my senator, sadly, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, a man who's been called out by sodomites for uh, sodomite escorts for paying them for sex, several of them, not just one, several of them. This is my guess. I got to tell you, this is why I think the man isn't married uh, is because he is that. That's just my own opinion. Okay, but he's been called out by these guys. Now he's pushing this as though he's helping you and your children. And you people of South Carolina, you better wake up for electing these kinds of people. You really ought to wake up from that. Um, We've been trying to get him out of the Senate for several years now. And one of the things is he has several 
um, uh, co-sponsors to this bill. And this is uh, very serious. Uh, we have Mr. Blumenthal, uh, Kramer, Ms. Feinstein, uh, Mr. Hawley, Mr. Jones, Mr. Casey, Mr. Whitehouse, Mr. Durbin, Mrs. Uh, excuse me, Ms. Ernst. And so there are others who are joining on to this. Now, while I agree with you, Lynn, there are the things that, yeah, we shouldn't want our children exploited. At the same time, they're sitting here supporting things that exploit our children. And this is the real problem. Well, that's right, because if you look at those co-sponsors, there are 10 co-sponsors. Six of them, okay, six of them voted to ratify the Every Student Succeeds Act where a lot of this comprehensive sexuality garbage was embedded right and so what we want to do is we want to encourage people to take and uh, uh, stand against this maybe you want to call Lindsey Graham maybe you want to call Blumenthal or Kramer or Feinstein Hawley Jones Casey Whitehouse Durbin or Ernst maybe you want to call all of these people and you want to tell them look you don't have authority to be dealing with this in the first place you are you are transgressing the constitution by doing it the ninth and tenth amendments and you are treasonous towards us and towards our children we need to call them out for what they are i don't know when republicans are going to call it for it's not just rhinos these people are treasonous they're democrats and they're republicans who are treasonous towards us and towards our posterity lynn i'm going to give you the final word you want to tell people again real quickly where they can find out about you and then we'll close out the show Sure. Well, thank you for going over with um, a time limit today. That is, that's wonderful. But you can find me on CommonCoreDiva.com. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, MeWe, USA.Life, uh, MeWe. Uh, you can also find me on either Amazon Prime or Fire or Roku with the Breaking News Journal TV.com. And um, I've got a channel there. They are gracious enough to put up all our videos, Tim. Uh, where we do live uh, visuals for folks. So oh, wow. that's where you can find me. That's wonderful. I'm glad that you're branching out there. I'm glad that people are listening to the information you're giving. You've been working on it a long time, Lynn. We really appreciate you very much. All of the hard work that you do um, as a wife and a homeschool mother. Um, and you've just you've helped expand a lot of people's understanding as to what's going on. We're very appreciative that uh, you've come on the Sons of Liberty, that you come on every week. Free of charge, uh, folks. So if you want to support Lynn, go to CommonCoreDiva.com. She's got a support button there. You can support her financially as well as prayerfully. And uh, she goes across the country, too, to speak at uh, events and for people who are wanting to make a difference, who want to stand. Maybe they don't know how to do it, but Lynn can come alongside them and do that. You can help support her ministry there in that, and we encourage you to do that. Also, don't forget about the Sons of Liberty. Go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, become a son or daughter of Liberty. That's a monthly subscribership, or donate to us one time. It costs money. We don't like making mention of money. That's just not who we are. Ours is about getting the information out, encouraging you and building you up in the faith and uh, hopefully seeing that the crown rights of King Jesus are pressed upon the United States once again and the world and that the nations glorify God. And with that said, we wish you all a good day, a good Wednesday, and Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. It'll probably be a pre-recorded show with Dr. Edwin Vera on the issue of the president has the duty and the authority to suppress insurrections. Don't miss that. We'll catch you then. See ya.